This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Oh, hi there. Yes, welcome to the post game podcast. Jerry Recco left early to go to Minnesota to cover Rutgers, Minnesota tonight. He'll be back tomorrow. Eddie Scazzeri joins me today. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. I was thinking, uh, I don't know why I randomly thought of this, but I was thinking about talk radio. And I'm going to include all the formats in there. That's going to be your sports talk, your political talk, your entertainment talk. Okay. And I was looking for a five-year period where you thought it peaked. Hmm. Well, I think for me, for... I would have to say it's like 93 to 98. 93 to 98. Maybe 92 to 97. Okay. And for what reasons? What would you put in there? Well, that was when Imus uh, and the Bill Clinton thing, or, you know, Imus took credit for getting Bill Clinton elected. And there was some mild validity to that. It was also the sort of like the golden age of WFAN with the. Uh, with the Knicks going to the finals, the Rangers winning the Cup, the Yankees winning uh, the World Series in 96. And also I was, you know, younger, so maybe that's just me sort of hearkening back to those glory years. And also Rush Limbaugh was at his peak, perhaps. Um, so that would that's what I would say. So you you have it from what ninety two to ninety seven if you're looking for five yeah years. yeah it's funny because I I put mine at ninety seven to two thousand two oh and also by the way Howard Stern right duh of yeah course. yeah so yeah that's interesting too like what you said about what what your own bias is correct definitely comes into play because I think about so I'm a, a huge Howard Stern mm-hmm. fan and to me the Jackie. The joke man years were my years, right? So that's where I think like Howard was the best. Evan Roberts didn't start listening to Howard till the Artie Lang years. So for him, 
the Artie Lang years are the best years. You know, there is some bias as to really what your age is when it sure. comes in there. But, yeah, so I had down 97 to 2002 with Howard being Howard. Howard was at his peak. His movie had just come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Opie and Anthony hit WNEW when that was flipping. That was like 98. You had Imus, of course, as much as I didn't like Imus. Uh, and listen to Howard Stern, I would think no one was listening to Imus. Clearly, that was not true. But Imus was on a roll. Mike and the Mad Dog mm-hmm. were dominant in that time. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, as you mentioned, was going strong. I think Jim Rome at that point was, he was just starting to come of age, uh, like 97, 98. Not before that. A I- little, but, but like he started to peak. I think in that window of 97 to 2002. And let me ask you this. Yeah. You know Howard more than I. Wasn't Jackie there in the time period that I mentioned as well? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't even remember exactly what year Jackie left, but I know I know through the 90s Jackie was there for sure. Okay. And probably even the early 2000s. Uh, or Yeah, definitely through the 90s. But yeah, I was just trying to think like, you know, that's, to me, that's when talk peaked because there were tons of different formats compared to now. There was the the sports talk, the political talk was big, um, FM talk starting to emerge, where stations after Opie and Anthony became successful started the stations that Howard was on. They'd put on maybe Opie and Anthony in the afternoon and find some local talent for the middays and at night. And it was just like it just felt like a different time period for talk. The internet hadn't super emerged yet. No, and for my time period that I gave you, the internet was non-existent. Yeah. It was in the very early stages, I guess, 96, you know, maybe, but it wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. And this was before I discovered it, but uh, Coast to Coast, uh, back in that time, it was the legendary Art Bell. Right. Who I've only, I didn't get to experience, but I've heard like, you know, that was sort of a golden era for that as well. Sort of weird overnight, but still talk. Yes. And that was, uh, they were all Premier Radio Networks mm-hmm. on those. Premier Radio Network at one point had Art Bell in the overnight. They had Rush Limbaugh when he was at his peak. They had Jim Rome when he was at his biggest, mm-hmm. as far as a radio audience goes. I mean, they were rolling that. And then uh, locally here in New York, Bob Grant also right. was in his heyday. Yep. So yeah, it was a it was a a thing. Yeah, right. WOR was a competitive talk station. WABC. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on, yeah. and even when the internet was there, like the years I gave of ninety seven to two thousand two, I, I definitely got a computer in nineteen ninety seven or nineteen ninety eight, somewhere right around there, but. There wasn't podcast yet. You didn't have. You weren't competing against. No streaming. Obviously. No streaming. Right. It took you five minutes to load a page with a picture. <laughs> right. So that wasn't happening yet. So yeah, those were just. I feel like those were the. So if you combine our two things. Yes. That you get the year from. What did you give ninety two as your mm-hmm. first year? Ninety two to two thousand two. That decade. Yes. That's a. That's a chunk of radio, talk radio entertainment. And it was also before the more current sensitivity. Yes. Uh, there's some stuff that was said on Imus and Stern, and I'm sure the other shows Opie also. Opie and Anthony, for sure. Yeah, which was just insane compared to what <laughs> we would think about today as being okay to talk about. Right. Yeah, there yeah. were a lot less limits. Mm-hmm. 
And back then, if someone was trying to censor you, like uh, they had tried to censor Howard, mm-hmm. there was a backlash yep. against the censors. Yes. Now it would be like, let's hop on board and get this guy yeah. fired. Right. Yeah. And then Howard would just destroy yeah. the person who criticized. There was one guy in particular in Las Vegas who used to file tons of complaints against Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. And that was going on. That actually was the early 90s because I, I remember I was at Indiana State at that time. Uh, so, yeah. But you know what? So, yeah, like that decade, if we can combine our two things. Mm-hmm. 92 to 2002. And I remember I took a, a call from an ang- angry religious person in uh, the WFA newsroom when Mike used the phrase the Holy Trinity of basketball to say it was Jordan Bird and Magic. Okay. And this guy called up and was just irate. And you know me, of course. Uh, you entertained him? Be, well, I, I listened to him, but I argued back, you know, from course an atheist point yeah. of view which just infuriated me. <laughs> and that he was he was so cocksure that he was going to be able to get mike and the mad dog off the air because of that because mike said the holy trinity yeah i mean come on but today that might have some validity <laughs> absolutely today it'd be possible yeah yeah back then you'd be like nah, go ahead call who cares yeah right that's basically what i did yeah but of course i talked to him for you know m- probably 20 minutes yeah just because i was entertaining myself just like when i talked to the jehovah's witness right uh, outside my front door until they're looking at their watch we have to Uh, we uh... really have to go (laughs) here's the watchtower see ya yeah and then like so like in 90 i'm sorry in 2002 well 2003 is when the opie anthony situation happened with their sex sex for sam Sam. Mm -hmm. and then that destroyed that really destroyed fm Guy Talk Radio. Yeah. That absolutely destroyed it right then and there. Uh, and then Howard leaving for Sirius. When did that happen? Uh, that was 2003. Okay. The Opie and Anthony And then thing. Imus had his situation in 2007. Right. right. And Howard was gone by 2006 mm-hmm. to Satellite, which was a whole different thing. But then, you know, Boomer and Carton started and were right. very successful. Yes. With a sort of modified Guy Talk sports dog. Right. So... You know, it still survives. Yeah, but but yeah, but you still had to put it like now. If you're doing talk radio, it's under under the heading of political talk or sports talk, right? There's really not much in between. Well, there's still a George Norrie on the coast to coast. That's true. And I, I don't know if there. I don't think there's any other national sort of, you know, uh, paranormal talk, if you will. Um, but I, he's still going. Yeah, there's probably just podcasts at this point. Oh, for sure, yeah. But there's something about the radio talk shows versus the other ways of consuming that media. Uh, we've talked about this before, and Opie and Anthony have brought it up, that even when Opie and Anthony just went to Satellite, and when they first went to XM, they had to be on a separate tier. You had to pay specifically, not only pay for XM, now you had to pay to get Opie and Anthony mm. in addition it was that the same for Howard? No, but but they went over earlier than Howard. Mm-hmm. So Opie and Anthony talked about in an interview since then, like y- y- they only had their fans listening. There wasn't somebody accidentally going around the dial and bumping into them saying something ridiculous that you then call into the radio station and be like, "These guys got to get fired. We got to get these guys off the air." Like you, they lost. They said you lose something with that when you don't when you don't 
when you're not catching people off guard. Everything you're doing, your fans approve of. And for Howard, because it wasn't a pay tier, and because, you know, God bless Opie Anthony, but they weren't Howard Stern in terms of name recognition. Right. So even people who maybe didn't listen to Howard or he wasn't available in their market, if they had serious, oh, Howard Stern, I'm going to check him out. Right. So you had a few, you had more new listeners, I would yes. think, than Opie Anthony did. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And then, but yeah, they kept Opie and Anthony on that pay channel for a while before they released it to the regular. And also the, um, like for me, Stern, when he went to, like, listen, I am not a Stern, diehard Stern listener. I used to like him back when he was on WNBC. WNBC. In the late 80s. That's yeah. when my Howard listening was. Uh, so, and then I kind of stopped when I started working at the fan. Not that I was like a fan loyalist, but it just, my life changed and then. I wasn't, you know, in the car at those hours listening and blah, blah, blah. But when he went to satellite, I didn't sense that there was a huge difference. Oh, now I can curse. And now right. It's like, but for opening Anthony, I think they kind of dove into that part, but it kind of, it loses something. Yeah, it does lose something. When you know you can do it. Yes. Yeah, there was fun, like, uh, yeah, there was funny to listen to both those shows <clears throat> try to do what they did under the broadcast FCC guidelines. Correct. And it absolutely loses something. And then, like, also for our, our own show that we're doing, now a live show is total. it's a totally different animal. Right. Uh, doing a live show like we're going to be doing. But, uh, you know, and maybe only because it's a one-off and it's like the first time we're doing it, there will still be some sort of shock value, if you will, to hear Boomer say the F word or whatever. But, you know, that's going to be a, a similar situation for us, although totally different with a live audience. I get that. Yes. But it's still a sort of a, you know, it's fun to skate on the edge. Yes. I always love that stuff yeah. more than the straight up nasty language that right. exactly. they could use on the radio now. Yeah, because it's like, you know, it's not clever. Yeah, it's not clever. <laughs> it's, you know, and, and speaking of talk radio in the golden age, I don't know because uh, I'm too young. I'm 55, too young, that what was, was there any talk radio in the 60s and 70s? You know, I, I don't know. I would like to talk to someone. I mean, in the 80s, I was kind of aware it was kind of growing. and But what was, was there any sort there, of talk radio in yeah, the I think they used to have, 60s and 70s? Yeah, I think sometimes at night they would play talk shows. Mm -hmm. Because when I went to Indiana State, I did a lot of uh, my papers and things on talk radio. Mm -hmm. And as part of like doing a paper on that, you have to go through the history of it. And I know I did. I can't recall all of it. But I know that there were late night. There were a lot of like, actually, um, there were a lot of uh, studies done on callers to late night radio shows and what they would call a parasocial interaction. Mm -hmm. So like the the callers and the people listening thought that they knew the host. They had a relationship with yes. the host, even though they didn't really know them. The same for like Johnny Carson and David Letterman and that sort of thing. So they did definitely existed, but I don't think they were full full radio stations. And it wasn't a it wasn't the golden era for sure. It was not the golden era, no. But I think John Sterling even did talk shows before FAN was yeah a on thing. WMCA yeah. Sports talk. Sports talk, yeah. And Art Russ Jr. and Bill Mazur. They all had some shows. It yeah. wasn't a 24-hour sports station because we were the first for that. But Yes. 
Then uh, another story I wanted to talk to you about, Eddie, is what's going on with all of these whales dying along the East Coast? Yeah, there, I heard the report about that yeah. uh, in New Jersey specifically, yes. that they were trying to sort of pinpoint a causality for it. And there was, I, I think at least a few of them were uh, ship strikes, you know, these large vessels. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus a whale who's near the surface, the whale's not going to have a chance as big as they are if it's a large enough vessel. You think hitting a deer uh, on the highway is bad? What do you hit a whale out in the open ocean? No, but if you're a big liner or something like that, it's not going to matter. That's true. That'd be like hitting a a deer with a Mack truck. Right, right, exactly. No damage, really. Okay, so they think uh, maybe there's some ship strikes. Yeah, that's some of it, but they're sort of at a loss as to why... This is happening. I saw another thing about uh, construction of wind-powered yes, energy. That, that was part of the, in this part of, part of the tr- ship traffic involved with that construction. Yeah, is possible as for some of them, but not all of them. Certainly. Yeah, they're talking about the cargo ships because uh, mm-hmm. they were backed up during the pandemic. Uh, you know, the supply chain issues. Now mm-hmm. that that's all opening up, well, there's a lot more ships going through. Right, and, and maybe it's coinciding with the time that the whales are near the surface or, you know, there's a lot more of them migrating or breeding or what have you that wasn't an issue in the past, and now there's just too much ship traffic. Yeah, but there's been, I'm reading now, 23, 20, yeah. 23 now since uh, uh, early December of mm-hmm. last year, and one another one just showed up today on mm-hmm. the Jersey Shore. What species does it say? Humpback? Yeah, they're humpbacks. Fin? Okay. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're... And perhaps there are, and this is a a good thing, I suppose. Maybe there are the whales' numbers have increased recently, or in the last ten years. Maybe there's just more whales, and now with the ship traffic, it's going to happen more. But right, more yeah. whales, more ship traffic. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of traffic out there in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I can see it just from when I walk along in Bradley Beach. There's tons of stuff going on out there. Yeah. Like I, re- I don't remember seeing all that. Like every time I look out there now, there's, there's things just sitting out there, and they're huge, huge. Yeah, I should get my binoculars out. These super, these super tankers are just massive. They're as big or bigger than an aircraft carrier. Is that right? The modern aircraft carrier, yeah, tremendously because they're you know hauling all this oil all all over the place. There's a. Uh, an app somebody on the Bradley Beach Facebook group posted is an app. I think it's called Marine Traffic. And I guess because all these ships and all, they have to register where they are. Mm-hmm. You could go onto this uh, this website and pick a part of the ocean and click on each ship. It tells you what ship it is out there and whether and what type of ship it is. So I'll go out there. I'll look sometimes when it's really crowded out there. I'll go on this app. And some of them are shipping containers. Some of them are just fishing boats. Some of them are individual people that just have a, a boat, like how Geo has a like boat. pleasure vehicle. Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure trains. Pleasure boats <laughs> out there. Yeah. But I don't know. This is a little too much. I don't, I don't like seeing dead animals washing up on shore. No, no. It's, it, it's, uh, it bums you out. Yeah, especially a whale. I think a whale could take on anything. No, no. Hmm. No, they, uh, yeah. I mean, they don't have that many natural predators yeah. as opposed to, you know, except us. But, you know, there's some killer whales will, which will go after uh, larger whales. 
and there's uh, if the, the the transient killer whales, not the ones that stay in one area, but the ones that are in the traveling pods will attack mammals. Uh, and then some of the bigger shark species will sometimes go after the whales. But, you know, the really big, big whales don't really have many natural predators. Right. Who's going to eat a whale? Mm-hmm. Now, what are these offshore wind farms? What are the, was the point of them? Is that just to energy, like... Energy, I suppose, uh, you know, to harness the, the ever-present wind energy that's out there on the ocean. So that, they would just put big... But yeah, I've seen them. The b- big, uh, giant, like, windmill-type things, like I see down Atlantic City sometimes? Yeah, the, not, not, but not the old quaint windmill, but a, you know... A the big metallic-looking thing. turbine. Yeah. Yeah. So just plant them out there and just, you know, harness the wind. And, you know, there's some... Uh, you know, uh, futuristic or, or movies that, you know, look into the future, the not too distant future, which, you know, they'll display like all your coastline is just all these wind turbines to try yeah. to generate enough energy for the population. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's killing the whales though, Eddie. Can't have that. Yeah. Well, I mean, once they're up, hopefully then you have less traffic and they'll just be uh, generating power. And hopefully the whales don't bump into those big big turbines out yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they would they would be able to avoid them. Right, cuz they're standing still. Yeah. The wind turbines that is. <laughs> Correct. You ever see those things down in Atlantic City when yeah. you head down that uh-huh. way? Uh-huh. And I I see them like if I travel out in the areas of the west, you'll see them up on ridge lines and in some places here in the east too, up on the ridge lines of of mountains. They'll have them all in a, sort of in a row on a ridge line. Now, why can't you get we get that on our roof instead of solar panels? Uh, well, I don't know about the roof, but you can. Well, I mean, I don't know if your township or mine has ordinances against Probably. it. Probably, yeah, and it would look <laughs> terrible. But if you know, you could construct a big wind turbine on your right property on the, right on the corner where my condo is. Yeah. I was going to put a big wind uh, right. turbine so, up there. But uh, yeah, I think there are. You know, I don't think the neighbors would be too happy. That's why they want to be like uh, middle about, of the ocean. Yeah, and and again, I don't know. Like those those ones that you see down there, those are gigantic. Yeah, and the 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 blades themselves are probably twenty feet long or longer. Yeah, you know. So obviously, for a home, you'd have to get a much smaller <laughs> version of that. What if we had a bunch of little ones on the roofs? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, and then there's uh, people don't like when solar panels go up. Yeah, on, like I have on my home. Yeah, sure. people get angry about yeah, solar panels. Yeah, it doesn't look nice. And to me, I like, you know, it's the roof. It's the I, roof, I exactly. I don't even see it anymore. Right. And if it's, you know, knocking my, you know, I pay basically a service charge during the, the summer months for my electric bill, you know, so it's uh, working out for me. Yeah. <laughs> now, I am renting them every month, you know, so it's, but it's, ultimately, it is a savings for me. For yeah. Sure. Oh, so you pay to rent and then yes. your bill. Right. After and then, that. of course, then there's some, you know, the money, the, the, the energy goes back to the grid when I'm producing a lot during the summer months. And, you know, it's a, we, we did the math. It's, it's not a tremendous, huge savings, but yeah. it is a savings, especially over the long haul. And do you feel like that's good for the environment as well? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have all these, like I, and I'm not smart enough to know the long-term answer, but you know, like Boomer always says, like, oh, what are you doing with all these wind turbine blades because they're toxic or whatever, whatever they're made of, and the same thing with the the batteries or the you solar know, panels, energy yeah. receptors in the solar panels, 
and the cost it takes to produce them for the stuff that has to go into them. And then what do you do with them afterwards? I don't know. Yeah. But I do know that it's got to try something so we're not just keeping burning fossil fuels. Yes. That is it perfect? No. I think ultimately we will figure it out. Yes. Will it cause irreparable ecological harm before that time? I certainly hope not. And I don't think it will, but I'm not I'm not a scientist in that area or a scientist at all. So I don't know, but I know the to just keep burning fossil fuels is probably not the way to go either. Although it might we might be already beyond the tipping point for that. But then again, you look at the history of the earth, most of the time that life has existed on the planet has not been during an ice age. I mean, the far majority has been ice-free. And we are technically still in an ice age because of the percentage of the planet that's still covered by ice, uh, most of it in Antarctica. But we're still technically in an ice age. We're, we're in an interglaciation phase of an ice age. But we are still technically in an ice age. But look at most of the history of the planet has not been in an ice age. And in terms of species, extinction, and all that, like 99.99% of every species that have ever existed on the planet is extinct, just the way it goes. You know, things evolve, change into a different species, or go extinct, or what have you. So, you know, is it ultimately just the way the Earth is? And Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, I, but I don't have the answers. I mean, we all love polar bears because they're you know, big, you know, sort of cute unless you're up against them, yeah, the animal. Cute. And they're sort of dying out because of climate change. But again, most species, almost all of the species that have ever existed are, are gone. Right. So that's just the way of things. That's how it goes, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Things, everything dies. That's a fact. Correct. Everything that dies someday comes back. That I don't know. That's the Bruce Springsteen lyric. Oh, okay. All right, Eddie, let's uh, do the warm-up program. We'll be back. Ooh, tomorrow's Friday. It is. That's right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, Jerry and Gio with mm-hmm. CeeLo on updates. Eddie yep. and I will be in the other room. Yes. See you all. See you all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We have a mic and you have a phone. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Alan Jarrett, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, warm-up program time, Jerry Recco filling in for Boomer Esiason, who is on a golf trip, Uh, Gio will will be with him at uh, 6 o'clock, but with me until then... CeeLo. What up, Al? Good morning. Christopher Lepresti. Good morning, CeeLo. I upcut you there. I want to get the energy going in here. It's one of those mornings where, you know, you're probably pretty happy this is just a one-hour program. You don't know that. I love these kind of days. Do you? Yeah. When there's... The worst days for sports radio is pounding Aaron Rodgers' Derek Carr over... Pounding. And over... And over again. So what so, do you think we're going to do today? We'll do some Knicks? Find something else. Something there are other else, things in the world. Anything. Judging by your show sheet, there's not. Well, <laughs> get creative, folks. One of my topics that I am most... I'm so excited for today because one of my most... Oh, the topics go. I'm most passionate about in the world mm-hmm. is cord cutting. Yes. Uh, athlete salaries and how they all mix together. Okay. And little by little, CeeLo, you're younger than me. You're going to see, your kids are going to see the uh, lowering of salaries soon. It's going to take a while, but we're going to get there. Right now, it's crazy still, and it's going higher. Okay. But little by little, the old, all these sports that can't stand on their own, and I'm looking at every sport other than the NFL, (laughs) any sport other than the NFL, you are getting your money, blood money from grandmothers. Blood money from grandmothers. Okay. So grandmothers. Your, your, your long theory of yeah. how the regional sports yeah. fee that's tied in to people that don't know they're yeah. paying it is what is ballooning these The ballooning sports salaries okay. are because of cable bundles. All right. And as people get older and they don't have cable and then the sports is, are not available on, not everything's available on YouTube TV right. because they get to a point too where they go, No. We're not paying, yes, $12 yep. for every subscriber. My Fubo bill just went up 12 to $15 because of a now instituted regional sports fee. If you don't have cable, but you have YouTube TV or Hulu, or, you have cable. It's the same thing. You're paying for things you don't watch. Correct. And I don't like it. You're paying slightly less for some for less things that you don't watch. Right. Yeah. So... With all this being said, and my mother and your mother and their mothers paying their monthly cable bills so they could watch their stupid Lifetime and Hallmark channels, and they had no idea that SNY, yes, MSG, and NBC Sports, they don't even know those things exist. Yeah, that doesn't and exist they're anymore. Foot in just, the to bill. Be, just to be clear, NBC Sports doesn't exist. Exactly. See, well, <clears throat> see what's happening? It's already happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's already happening. Yes. Because Big Daddy NBC said, we ain't paying this bill anymore. You're not holding your own weight. Goodbye. Goodbye. So now sure. here we have it, CeeLo. 
little by little. Now, majority of people that call here, they're older. They still have their cable bundles. But I'm talking about the younger people coming up who don't have cable. Mm -hmm. And if your regional sports network isn't available for them to watch, they ain't watching it. They're going to watch highlights on YouTube. They're going to do what we call the Al Dukes method of watching sports. Highlights. Yeah. Some will. Highlights. Others like myself, who I'm you're sort of, old man I'm, I'm the tweener. Now, see, I'm the tweener because I don't have cable. By your definition, I do. You have, well, you have what we call cable 2.0. Right. I'm in the middle. I'm like the hybrid. Now, um, I will admit I have access to all of the local channels in some way, shape, or form. It's not to say that I'm this, I'm not Evan Roberts where I sit down and watch every second of every game. And if I can't watch I'm a loser. it live, I'm a loser. I DVR it and I go back and watch every second of every game. But I want to have the ability to watch okay. any part of the game or rewind or do whatever it is that I need to do. Last night, perfect example. Knicks Nets, Rangers Flyers, not so much Devils Avalanche. But there was no way, first of all, with the schedule I'm working this week, us having to get to bed early, me having two kids at home, like I can't sit down and consume all of that. But I have access to it if I need to go back and right. check on it. Okay. Right? Yeah. But you're paying for things you don't watch. Correct. So this all comes uh, because yesterday MSG Plus announced that the MSG Plus service will be available this mm-hmm. summer. Now, I love the reaction from people when they see this news. So what will MSG Plus be? It will be your MSG Networks. Without having to have a cable subscription. Right. You pay just for MSG. That's your Rangers, your Knicks, your... Islanders, Islanders Devils, Devils, Sabres up uh, upstate Sabres, New York. yes. Yep. But it's going to cost you $30 a month. Yeah, so that does I'm nothing. not paying that. It does, I'm not paying it that. It does nothing for me. Oh, now. I'm not going to pay that. But here's $150 so that I could watch the Rangers... On my cable. Stupid. Okay. Let me let me answer that for All you. Right. Okay. $150. Uh, maybe, yes, I get it. Some people pay for their cable and internet, their bundles. That's what they pay. So I do not. I pay for my Fubo subscription, mm-hmm. which gives me access to all the channels I need, minus okay. yes, which I get in another way. For gazing. And I'll, and right. I'll, right. But I'll get to my point. And then I pay for my internet, right? Okay. So if I'm going to now pay 30 bucks a month just for that yes. handful of channels. Eventually, SNY is going to do the same thing, and Yes is going to yeah. do the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so I take those three and add up. Let's say they all charge 30 or maybe I'll even give you Yes and SNY maybe don't charge as much. They will. Because there's, okay, fine. So there's $90 right there just for my sports. Yeah. Now I've got to pay for my internet, which is, even if you bargain, you go for the cheapest deal possible you're probably paying another four right. so you're ready but with you're, taxes and you're right there at 150 but right again. now you're still living in the cable world uh-huh and when little by little the cable thing starts to fall apart you those aren't going to be available either what's not going to be available all these channels on one for one bill oh, oh okay but my point is no matter how you slice it these companies or these, these no, it is it is different because how is it different? Because if I'm now, still paying the same at the end. Because you're right now you're you are living in two worlds. Mm-hmm. We're living in the old world, which is it. cable, yes, or two point uh-huh. and the new world, which is streaming. Right, right. These cable packages we speak of are going to disappear. I'm with you on that. Okay, so when they're gone, now you now if you're interested in sports, you got to pay 
you pay because you're watching. My grandma don't pay because she ain't oh, watching. Okay, well, so that guess what? Guess now it costs you ninety dollars a month for those three things instead of your cable bill because okay. that's not around anymore for you to compare it to. I'll say this: you're. I spe- love it. You, you love it for the grandma out there. I love it for. Here's <laughs> Our what I listeners, love it, for. it doesn't help because we all want to watch okay. and consume sports. Well, d- right, salaries. Let me give you a perfect example. Yeah. See, you're you're, and I'll let you. You'll get to your perfect you're example. Not, you're not worth your motivations here. The yeah. things you're interested in. Yes, most people don't care about. Okay, so this is more self-serving for you. If we're being honest, you want to be right about driving the salaries down. Whereas all you know, I want to be, all I want to be right about Tom is, on Long Island who calls us or listens to us is like, I don't who ca- I don't but care. I just care. want to watch my sports. That's How not does true. he care if he's still going to – he, Tom on Long you, Island, is still going to pay the same amount. For a show that has no phone calls, if you bring up salaries and what you pay to go to the games, you, you'll get a full boatload. They'll be boring, but you'll get a full boatload of calls. People do care. They That's two separate things. Earn, what you pay to go to the game versus what you pay to watch the games from home are two separate conversations. Right. But if but if the players, the players are making those salaries yes, based it. on – how popular the yes, sport TV is. TV deals, I right. understand. Yes. And a perfect example. My main man, the streamable on Twitter. He's the guy who's locked in on streaming. Your main man. Okay. Yeah, I like him now. Gotcha. Give you a perfect example. The Pittsburgh Pirates. They are paid $60 million a year mm-hmm. for their rights. Okay? Okay. By who are they? Are AT&T. They on this... They're on the local AT&T. AT&T, AT&T okay. okay. $60 million a year. That those games get an average of fifty five thousand viewers. Yeah, I understand. Is that worth sixty million dollars? I'm sure it's not. And guess what? It's going away, Pirates. Goodbye. Okay, so the Pirates already don't spend money. Okay, so what but happens th- you don't to think that's going to happen to the Yankees, to the Mets? Because here's the thing: this MSG thing. Who is this for? This is for somebody who cut the cord, doesn't follow the Yankees. Like then maybe they love just hockey, right? They don't or care just about the Knicks and the Rangers. Right. They yeah. don't care about mm-hmm. baseball. So they don't need S and Y. They I, don't need yes. I get it. It benefits some. You keep saying I get it. You don't get it because I do though. I do. You don't want to pay you want uh, sports wants other people to pay the salaries of the players than the people actually consuming Here sports. Here would be my guess, Al. While that all may, may be true and you're we're we're heading in a direction where that no longer exists, yeah. and your point point is proven correct. What will these leagues do as the businesses that they are? They'll find another way to make okay. money off of us. That's what they're going to do. How I don't know, but they're going they to they've pickpocketed grandmothers for correct decades. Just like That's they're over. now they're they're now making money off of digital digital. Okay, how off of sports gambling? All okay, these, that I understand. All these venture, all new ventures. So if we talk about we're waving goodbye to the old school, the old guard of cable. Now they're going to move into new technology, yes. new media, and they will find a way to profit off of that is what they will do. And I'm fine with that. If you, I know where these – when we see these gambling companies go, uh, or paying the Dan Levitard show $40 yeah. billion, dollars, right. I know where the money's coming from. All you people gambling. Sure. I get it. NFL, I know where the money's coming from. The expensive ads on uh, CBS, yes. Fox, right? Baseball, I never knew where the money was coming from. Until I found out it was pickpocketing grandmothers. But it's not just baseball. because but Baseball, regional... basketball, hockey. Yes. Right. Those okay. three. Fair enough. Those three. So but there's a when LeBron wants to leagues... sit out, yeah. wants to sit out making $80 million, yeah. he got in when the getting was good. Yeah. It's not going to be like that. 
I think it still will be. It'll just be coming from a different the source of revenue. Is shrinking. That's fine, but they're still going to get their money. Okay, because people love to gamble. And that's, right. Why do you think all these leagues went from it was like, you know, blasphemy right. to even discuss it, and now everyone's in bed with them, and you can't go anywhere without seeing the ads, right. hearing the ads. Yeah, that I mean, that's so just one example. Instead of pickpocketing grandmothers, we're going to get addicts instead. Sure. Or, or, or degenerates that think they can profit off. See, that's of not fair. I'm with Craig on this one. I'm with Craig on calling oh, gamblers degenerates. No, 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 not all gamblers. But I know, but some to are. use the word degenerate right. for gamblers right. is bad. Okay, fine. So what? Do you, so addict is better. Addict Every, is better. So yeah. now anyone that they profit off of that gambles is an addict. No, if you if you are an addict though, uh, if I drink a Miller Light on um, Friday night, mm-hmm. I'm not an alcoholic. Correct. If I have multiple Miller nights. Miller Lights every day and don't show up for work, then I'm an addict. Okay. In order for them to pay LeBron $80 million a year when 50,000 people are watching his game. Yeah, but they don't just need addicts. They just need people that are interested and have the means and the capability to place those wagers. So all right? these people are just like, yeah. Quality or quantity over quality. Yes. So all these people are like, this is a $30 a month. I'm not paying that. You're already paying it, jackass. You are already paying it because Again, you're, you're watching, you're paying for all your channels, but you're watching MSG, SNY, yes. I get it. And now. an occasional NBC if, program. Like the point you made, yes. if there's someone out there who is not interested in yeah. yes or not interested in SNY, it works for them or for the grandmother. That's great. So, but for those of us, like your, your point, who you're, you're preaching to the masses. Yeah. And in this case, what we deal with here. As far as our audience goes, not everybody. Yeah. For, the, for the most part, I would say where most of us fall into the category of we're still going to want to consume all of those sports. And at the end of the day, to use that you know common term, no matter how you split it, we're going to be paying similar money. But we, we are also, you work in sports media, so you think more people watch than do. And when um, it comes, And when it comes to paying for it, Less people will watch. For example, a great example. So uh, I like seeing uh, NJ.com stories. I live in New Jersey. I'm like, oh, I want to read the story. I click on it. Yeah. Oh, you got to pay. Same. How much I is it? A dollar a month? Right. Not no. interested. Anna. But a cable, uh, $200 a month for <laughs> 90% of the channels I don't watch. Here you go. We just got used to paying it. You're thinking I'm disagreeing with you? Yes, I you see are. your point. I'm not, though. I'm not. I'm just saying in our... Our if, end of the pool here, it's a little different. Okay. That's For most people that are Mets fans, mm-hmm. do they need a Yes Network? Most? No. No. They do not. They don't. So there's, why am I paying for Yes? I'm a Mets fan. You don't have or to. Or vice versa. That's I'm great. a Yankee fan. Why am I paying for a Mets broadcast? For those people, it's great. It's right. wonderful. That, my point is that's a lot of people mm-hmm. who are currently paying for it. Okay. And this is crumbling because all these lazy-ass cable channels over the years, when we first got cable, I don't know when Eddie got cable. I think I got it in like 1978. There was nothing on these channels. We People joke ESPN had Aussie rules football. They slowly built up all these channels. Wonderful programming. The 90s, the early 2000s, MTV, VH1, yes. Comedy Central, uh, Spike TV. They had quality programs. Now they're all running the office reruns. Because they figured out how to profit off of it. Because they got lazy. And guess what? It's not lazy. They just figured out how to game the system. Okay. For the short term. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to go away. I agree. So they they were getting it while the getting was good. And now that time's coming to Now you're lazy. They got lazy. Let's put the office on. But instead of 
oh, just rerunning the office. Let's add more commercials to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because that's great programming. I couldn't tell you a single thing on MTV, VH1, Comedy Central. I don't even know if Spike TV is still a thing. Right. Country music, television. We got it. Lifetime. This is not me supporting or defending, but I'll ask you this. Who would turn down more money to do less? How many people would? More money to do. uh, If if you thought it was a short-term deal, people would turn that down. Well, what defines short-term? How many years has this been going on? But it's but it's but the problem is it's a slow it's a slow crumbles. Well, you just said short term, slow crumbles. No, I'm saying short term. Like if I give you, uh, I say to CeeLo to mm-hmm. you, and Craig, another thing you know I've heard Craig talk yeah. about with contracts for radio people. Craig said, "Give me a ten year deal. I'll take less money than a short two year deal. I got a family. Sure, I want to. Okay, so that's who would turn down less money." Short-term deal. I'm saying from the the cable companies, channels, so on and so forth. This has been going on for how many years now? A long time. There you go. But here's the other thing All that's coming. All the while, they've been profiting. Okay. Now they'll have to pivot. And right, pivot time. But they they're unprepared to pivot. Very, I'm sure many are, and that's why a lot of these channels you just mentioned either don't exist or nobody watches right. them anymore. And all we right, all well. go now like, oh, cable's got us by the balls with their internet. Yeah, guess what? Verizon 5G internet's coming. It, or it's already in a lot of homes. Right. T-Mobile. Now I don't even need the cable company to give me uh, internet. Get lost. See, but to me, for, I put Verizon in that. Like, Verizon and Optimum from an internet standpoint. They're the same. Might as well be the same. But I'm yeah. saying, not Verizon Fios. Because, by the way, Verizon Fios. But it's still Verizon. But they're not holding you by the balls to take their programming, TV programming. No, but, but okay. But, so... As and there's competition. Who, as somebody who doesn't pay for cable, I still have to go to one of those companies to get my internet access. Right. But it's right now. It's not like, hey, uh, look, Fubo, I, uh, screw Verizon, screw Optimum. I can get everything I need from Fubo or from yeah, but, YouTube. But for me right now, mm-hmm. and I know this is for a lot of people, if I want uh, the internet, I have one option, my cable company. I don't yeah. have another option. Fios is not of where you me. live. Yeah. Because of where I live. Okay. But again, so they've been a monopoly for so long, but this, the internet sort of uh, um, uh, cable or the, <laughs> so confusing, the wireless where I don't need the cable company, that's okay. coming. And again, they sat around, did nothing, had no competition, provided no quality programming, mm-hmm. And it's time to pay the piper. You don't think that they see that that's coming? I don't. That they're they're not going to make some sort of adjustment. What's the adjustment? You've done. They've done nothing. I don't know. But from an internet standpoint, yeah. Okay, so why can't Optimum get involved with this new wireless technology? They could, but now there's competition. Right now, yeah. Right now, Optimum tells me when competition arrives, you have to adjust and offer something that is appealing to the customer. Correct. But but. I've had this optimum all these years with no competition. Mm-hmm. Now when competition shows up, and now they're going to offer Optimum is going to offer me a deal. You're Sorry, spite. I was here the whole time, right? And you did nothing. Okay. It's like when you go to uh, ask for a raise. This happened to me once in radio. <laughs> ask for a raise. What's ask for a like, raise. By the way, asking for a raise yeah. doesn't go well, right? Especially when Mr. Tom Chiasano from the Howard Stern years. <laughs> I went to Mr. Chiasano and I asked for a raise. He said, no. Is that the last time you did that? Nope, nope. And then guess what? I went and got another offer from somewhere. Sure. Leverage. Then I went back in and yeah. he goes, I'll match that. Yeah, of course. Too late. 
too late to match it. I'm going to go to the place that offered me, not that you were like, well, I'll see what you can get, and then I'll offer you. Mm-hmm. No. That's what Cable's going to do. Was it a, did it turn out to be a better move for you, though? Sure did. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you got to weigh all the options. You don't bite your nose off to spite your face. Mm-hmm. What how are we not taking a break yet, by the way? You're because usually, I'm furious. You're usually in a rush to get to this first break. I'm not in a rush. You're just blowing right through it here. All right, I'll take a break. <laughs> Goodbye, Cable. We can Goodbye. do it. Let's go straight through. There's not a lot of items on the list today, so Al's in his, in his wheelhouse here with the Cable stuff. Goodbye, Comedy Central. Yeah. Goodbye, MTV, VH1. Goodbye. Goodbye. I don't even know. I can't even name the other channels. Is this like a fetish for you? It what seems you like it is a little bit. What fetish meaning? You get how? a rise on all of this. I do. Yeah. Because I've been waiting This is about as, as pumped as I've seen you in quite some time. I've been waiting for years. Mm-hmm. For, oh, Derek Carr signed a $40 billion contract. Okay. $40 billion? Oh, baseball. These baseball players yeah, yeah, I know. in particular, yeah, it's a lot of money. no one is watching your games why am I paying you $40 million? You're not. Get your contract money up front because it's crumbling. Maybe not in my lifetime. Well, in my lifetime, yes. All the baseball. There is no such thing as up front with baseball. Once they sign, it's guaranteed. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Get it all. You mean now. Get it all like now. Manny Machado. Get it all just now. Right. Manny yeah. Machado. Like, he's covered. Woo! That check still clears 11 yep. years from now. We think. Maybe not. Guess what? Bankrupt. Yep. Bankruptcy. That's Padres are going under. Possible. Why wouldn't it be possible? So what happens? He there's multiple. Then? By the way, there's multiple baseball teams that don't have, uh, will not have a D- TV deal when this uh, Bally Sports collapses. Right. Well, that's yeah. yeah the Bally thing's an mm. issue. Mm. Mm, interesting. Look at you. You're such. Yeah. Oh, here's and then here's the other things. MLB. Uh, you can um, p- pay for uh, our app, but you can't get your local team. Huh. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. That's showing a lot of confidence in your product. I'd like to just point out, normally uh, CBS Sports Network's rolling on us here and we can see ourselves. Oh, yeah. They've checked out. <laughs> they're not interested That's fine. in your cable conversation. That's fine. You know why? Because they're a cable channel. <laughs> on Al's deathbed, it'll be, he'll, he'll hear the news. Somebody just f- signed a $1.5 billion contract. Uh, damn you, world. Do you think CBS Sports Network exists if Big Daddy CBS doesn't exist? No. They don't exist. No, but that would be the case for any right. of these. But they're, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's it's enough. Be on your – survive on the quality of your programming. Gotcha. NFL is the only one Sorry, He's digging a ditch it. for CBS Sports Network. I'm digging a ditch. And, and we're, the show is simulcast on CBS Sports Network. I'm just saying, would they – would – I don't know if they're even understanding – I am, but I'm also not going to just, you know, nod along. But yes, yes, Al, everything you say is the Bible. Okay. You know? Good. The keep gospel. Paying, keep paying gospel your cable bill and going, I'm getting all these shit. But, but this you're is the talking about Jerry. Who doesn't pay his cable. I don't pay a cable bill. You do. You buy Fubo TV it's cable like, bill. It's not. Oh, it's $80. Oh, but that's $1 a month for all the news in the world? No, thank you. I don't pay for that. But I pay for all these channels I don't give I, two craps about. I. Don't have a choice because I need to consume sports. Right, if that's I what I'm saying. If I worked in a different medium, but then... this is my point. I get You're it, looking Al. through the glasses of a sports media yes, person. I know Most that. of the people in the world I'm are not acknowledging sports media that, people. but we do a sports radio show here. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so what? So what? What? You're we're broadcasting to most people that want to watch the games. 
Right. So how it, it benefits them less than but, 90-year-old Gertrude. Okay, let me who, ask you this. What per, Do you think there's a percentage of people, a big chunk, that watch the NFL? That, I know. That, hold I on. Get it. No, no, you I don't know. get it. You already you made don't. the point. No, you yeah. don't. All right. You would say the majority of people that listen to WFAN consume the NFL. Yes. Overwhelmingly. What percentage would you put that at? Uh, I would think north of 75. Okay. That's probably very conservative. Okay. I, I agree. What percentage of the WFAN audience, not the old man caller, the <laughs> WFAN audience consumes baseball on a regular basis? We'll define regular basis. They're watching multiple games a week. Watching multiple games of watching like like all nine innings, or nope. they're going to put it on at some point. They're putting on three innings a game, three days a week. What percentage of our audience yep. is what? Um, less than the NFL, of course, sure. because you're not talking about a once a week game. But I would still say, I would think conservatively, it's got to be at least sixty. Okay. NBA basketball, Knicks or Nets? What percentage of the NBA audience? Is doing that. What percentage of our audience? Yeah. Uh, multiple games per week. Yeah. It's going to, I would think, shrinking. come down now. Yep. We're shrinking We're now. going in the wrong direction. So maybe I don't need MSG mm-hmm. on my cable. Okay. So maybe I don't. Maybe I'm a Met fan. I don't need yes. Boy, I have them. I'm eliminating a lot of, a lot of monthly payments. Mm-hmm. So here's what they'll do. Yeah. They'll say, okay. We're not attracting the masses, mm-hmm. but we know that we've got those people that can't live without it. So right. now we'll take that $30 a month. Correct. And we'll make it 40 50 me, uh, And then 60. I'll take a break. I promise. The story I told you about the Pittsburgh Pirates, mm-hmm. $60 million a year for their rights. Right. And they have 55,000 people. The math on that, if only those people who watched were paying, yeah. they'd be paying $1,090 for the season. <laughs> Goodbye, Pirates. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Willie Stargell era. Saw. Saw. Let's take a break, CeeLo. On the other side, I'm going to take on big farmers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. Actual farmers? I have a great... I think it's big pharma. Big pharma. That's what I meant. I'll be quiet. Big pharma. I'm going to take on big pharma. On the other side, CeeLo, I have another interesting... uh, Don't you... Yeah. Yeah, you're back on. That's right. They're back on, CeeLo. That can't be a coincidence, by the way. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone is afraid of the truth. That truth hurts. When we come back, I've got another uh, interesting uh, uh, life thing and sports radio, which I'd like to get to. <laughs> I have an NFL Films lawsuit, which is interesting. God. And I saw Evan Roberts shooting baskets, and I would love to help him with his diet. This is the first time you've seen it? Oh, okay. On the other side, and then uh, Gio and Jerry at the top. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's the bell tolling on all your inflated salaries. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Jerry's hosting with uh, Gio today. 
So I've got CeeLo with me today. Hopefully they don't do four hours on cable talk. Oh, no, let's do more. But if Derek Carr comes, then what? And then if Aaron Rodgers goes into the dark, then what happens? And will Aaron Rodgers like it here in New York? Blah, 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 blah. I wish that was all on camera God just now. almighty. <laughs> All right, what do we got, Al? Let's, Let me let's tell change you something. it up here. Let's I'll, change the vibe a little bit. By the way, I got or a not. dog urinating all over my house, which is why I'm oh, fired up. Oh, is side effect of the uh, yes, f- side the effect of the medications. Pumped with? So if you think I'm ornery today, oh boy, it's because the dog was peeing on my bedroom carpet this morning. Thoughts and prayers this to morning. callers today. Oh, <laughs> yeah, do not call with your business. <laughs> you better call and support everything I say. <laughs> let me ask you this. You consume a lot of sports radio because you work here, yes. but our listeners also consume a lot of sports radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, if you think that consuming sports radio and sports, there's a lot of talk about salaries and free agency, do you think that makes people want to do that in their own jobs? Do what in their own jobs? Like be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to... I want another company to come wine and dine me. Yeah, but and it then doesn't, I want to go back to my company. And be like, yeah, doesn't work that way. I know that's what I'm saying. That's what sucks about listening to the sports radio all the time. It's not just not even just <laughs> about that. It's just in life, you know. Like you, you have to. In saying, most cases, you have to create leverage for yourself. Yeah, and nobody knows failing that better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I've made my peace with that. I had a similar conversation with our pal Marco Belletti this morning out in the newsroom because I was driving in and, you know, Sal will bring him in when calls are light and they'll get into it. And he's, they're great together. And I said to Marco, I'm like, he's older than me now. Uh, Obviously he's working full time here now after doing, you know, part time, fill in nights and weekends, all that. And he's got a family. He's got another kid on the way. And I said, this doesn't really help you much, but. You missed your calling. Like, probably would have been a pretty good talk show host. Right. You know, like, and I said, I mean this as a compliment. I think you're much better at that than you are doing the updates. And it's not a knock on his updates. It's just hearing him expand his thoughts and give opinions. Like, he's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of knowledge. But it's just like, you know, at this stage in life, he, we kind of just shrug our shoulders. And it's like, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> right. We should all be like pro football players in free agency. Well, not all of them. You see, you're you're focused on the ones that get the big contracts. Fair point. Rather than the guys that just get kicked to the curb and are out of the league after. Wine me, dine me, 69. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Wine me, dine me, 69. You want to be Derek Carr right now. I'll meet with you. I'll meet with you. Let me meet your owner. How about what do you bring into, what do you got to offer? What do you bring into the table? What can you do for (laughs) me? Yes. Same guy that the Raiders said, no thanks. There's the door. See you later. Right, just the thing. Right, exactly. But no, but in sports, we don't look at it that way. We got like the Raiders, like this guy sucks. We got to get rid of him. Everyone's like, well, oh, this is like the, the Brock- 40 million guaranteed might've had something to do with that. But. This is the Brock Osweiler effect. That's when it started when everyone was like, Ooh, Brock Osweiler. He won a couple games. We need Brock Osweiler. Yeah, it was earlier than that. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. There's Matt been Flynn. a few of them, but yeah, yeah, Matt Flynn was the big one. Yeah. Scott Mitchell. Good point. Scott Mitchell. Uh, that's even earlier then. But after Brock Osweiler, it just every year there was a new guy that was like, this guy sucks, won two games. It's just, the Daniel Jones thing, too, is so funny. Like, we sat here with Daniel Jones, like, he ain't going to be here next right. year. Won a couple of games. Yeah. $45 million. Oh, we got to get this. Holy crap, if he leaves, we're in trouble. Tell you what, if Mike White had stayed healthy, you'd be having right. similar conversations. About, I look at Gino right now. Yeah. Now he had to put together a full season, yeah. but, you know, he's going to get paid by somebody. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm already up against the next break. Yeah, well, this what happens vi- when you do 23 minutes in the opening segment. This video of Evan Roberts shooting baskets or trying to shoot a free throw to show up Ben Simmons or something. Uh-huh. 
he's hanging out with Craig too long. He's got to, I got to get in on his, what he's eating. I know Craig orders ice cream, yeah. candy, candies. ice cream, desserts. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. And then what happens with Craig is he takes a bite and throws it away. Or leaves it on, or leaves leaves it on it the out. counter. Yeah. Ivan, I think, is consuming the whole thing. Probably. Yeah. I want to get in on well, Evan Fitness. There is no Evan Fitness. That's Why don't you problem. need fitness? Evan Diet. I got to tell Evan what he should and shouldn't yeah. be eating. Well, Evan, you guys remember a couple things. Not only does he have Craig, he yeah. also has his in-laws that live with him. And his right. father is essentially a chef and prepares a lot well, of What their, kind of ingredients is he using? I don't know, but like they're not, you know, they're they're feeding the family. It's yeah. not, they're not, you know, looking at the nutrition facts on the Lara bars and having a handful of cashews or almonds or whatever it is Gio's doing these days. <laughs> you guys are all in my head now. I packed fruit this morning. That's Good it. Good job. An apple. Some mm-hmm. blueberries and uh, two, uh, what do you call them, uh, not tangerines, uh, clementines. Oh, there you go. I have my coffee. You'll be starving uh, 10 minutes after I, you eat I'm that. already starving, yeah, but I'm going to just try to make my way until I get home because then I'll take my nap and then that'll yeah. elongate the period of time that I've basically eaten nothing. This is what I tell Evan and everyone. Eliminate seed oils. Yeah, right. Eliminate added sugar. <laughs> And fake sugar. You really think Evan's focused on that? Just start there. So he's eating with Craig. He's eating at home. He's got two kids. He doesn't probably not sleeping much because he's got to watch all these games. His kids and his wife go to bed, and then he's watching, you know, the Nets on DVR. Baseball baseball season kick season. We go to all these Met games, getting the ice cream and the you know the little plastic helmet and the pretzel and this that and the other thing. He's got no shot. No shot. Hmm. Not motivated. Why, Why? Why is he motivated to get himself in the into shape? Why are you motivated to be Why in shape? Why is he motivated to be in shape? I don't know. Right now in his life. Self-esteem. His self-esteem. He's a co-host of Afternoon Drive. It's good to go. It's his dream job. Radio guys always used to be huge. Physically. Huge. Bubble of love sponge. Like That was like most Think of Think about ra- it. You're not on TV. You're right. sitting around in a chair talking in a microphone for hours. Until you're he working, started. You're working bad schedule, bad hours. And started, and, until he started shoving cameras in every radio studio and putting faces on social media, yeah. radio guys are allowed to be big fat guys forever. Or wear a sweatsuit to work. And why a- are we putting cameras in radio studios, Al? Because the cable companies Very can't come up with their own program. Correct. Correct. I'm waiting for the, the multicolored bars to go again here. All right, listen. I've got to take a break here to catch up. Okay. Then on the other side, I have a very interesting lawsuit against the NFL Films, which is interesting. It's interesting, is it? Are you it's sure? A, yeah, Maybe it's to you. you. It's interesting. No, okay. this is going to be interesting to people. Got it. Believe me, I know the audience. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, and then uh, at the top of the hour, Ajio will be here. What do you think j- they're going to open with today? The Knicks beating yeah. the Nets. It was, but there was a, it was a blowout. Okay. What is there to say? I think bigger picture on the Knicks. You could Knicks. say that to every single topic Big, in nah, sports not radio. True. Bigger picture uh. on the on the Knicks. Not so much the game, but okay, right. where are the Knicks? What do we right. believe? Where are they headed? Yeah. What's the ceiling? Right. Tom Thibodeau's talking 90s Knicks in comparison to this team. You don't care. We just sat here and said, what percentage of our audience do you think listens, watches the NFL? And we gave a big number. I understand. Then we went baseball. Knicks were third. I know. You also said multiple games per week. Yes. It's different. That's what makes the NFL great. Well, they're all over the place all, all week now. Yeah, but not if it's your team. Yeah. The NFL, they know what they're doing. The NFL salaries pay him even more. Made make again. My who wouldn't want to get paid more to do less, right? The NFL plays the gay teams play once a week. Yeah, now but they it's don't physical. Get paid as much as the baseball guys do, as far as guarantees go. Right. 
Go figure. Go figure. All right, listen. Yeah, break. I've got a quality, fun story on the other side here. Thank you. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. One man who's happy to be hosting and not doing the warm-up today is Jerry. Jerry hates this cable when I go freak out on cable. On no the offense. I think, I think most of us here on, on the program hate it. And judging by the Twitter mentions, I think a lot of the folks listening My to Twitter mentions what? are very positive. Uh, oh, yeah? All of them? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a negative one right now. I don't. Go Ow. look. Ow. I don't. During the warm-up show, Ow. my Twitter is very positive. Okay. Outside of that, if I reference something about One, conservative or Republican things, two, that's when people yell at me. I'm looking at at least three here. Go ahead. Fire away. You want me to say read yeah. them out loud? Yeah, please or, do. You sure? Yeah. Because you're tagged in all I'll, three. I'll tack. Right, I'll t- I probably muted all those losers. Well, there you go. That's well, why, you haven't, there's well, why you haven't seen I'll, it. I'll, fight, I'll argue everyone back. Go ahead. Okay. Opening with cable bundle and regional sports network talk is B-O-R-I-N-G yeah. in all caps. Yeah. Move but, on. Yeah, let's Your move Your shows become too conventional. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Total for the love jerk. of Mike, please stop talking about cable and streaming out. Yeah. Make for keep... a very boring warm-up show. You know what, guys? Instead of having a direct deposit, just have your checks go right to the cable company. <laughs> you losers. Jerks. I don't know that it means people jerk disagree houses. with your point. They no, just, they they just want to roll uh, over. Roll over. Let's get to this lawsuit, roll shall over, we? Roll over, bend over, whatever you want to do. Let's go to another money topic. All right, this is a fun one. <laughs> a new lawsuit against NFL Films. A uh, woman who worked in the um, in the human resources department says that she for had, NFL films for NFL films. Yep. Okay, she claims to have stumbled upon. Uh, I guess there's these shared drives. You know how like we ha- sure. Eddie has all his drops in a shared drive, yeah, or Google Drive or whatever. And I hear yeah. the afternoon show steal all Eddie's drops all the time. They're constantly using Eddie's drops. Oh yes, yeah, you got a password. Protect that, Eddie. Um, so evidently, I guess she stumbled upon a drive of NFL films where they, they have all of their, um, their footage for when they're going to put packages together. Raw footage, yep. Yeah, they take a lot of raw footage and then they divide things up. Here's a punter missing a punter. She said there were categories, and here are some of the titles of the categories of saved clips. Cheerleaders buttocks. Ah. Cheerleaders rear end. I don't know how you, those are two different things. Right. Sounds like they were using him. Uh, Close-up of cheerleaders' breasts. <laughs> cleavage shots, among others, CeeLo. Boobs and ass. Yep, that was another category. <laughs> now, listen, we I am sure that that goes on, right? Mm-hmm. They're going, they're looking at uh, the footage from the Could stands. Could be one individual responsible for creating such folder. Right. Just knowing this place, like you guys love, and you're one of the people, CeeLo. Yeah. You love to grab audio and put it in little folders of mistakes people made. Right. Callers attacking people. You know, you're not a fan of that. I do. I do. Oh, I okay, enjoy okay. it. Yeah. This is very similar, except they're just labeled cheerleader buttocks. Right. We don't have anything that would... Well, it's different because it's, it's audio. It's only audio. Yeah. Right? But we don't have anything that, like, is isolating a certain theme or something like that. It's boobs just, and ass. Yeah. Clips that over time. <laughs> boobs now, and butts. There may be some clips that... Do you grow boobs? Discuss. Boobs on tape. Those things. Eddie probably has a folder called boobs. Oh, I'm sure he does. Are you a boob guy or, or a butt guy, Al? Right. I would say I'm a boob guy first. <laughs> Thank you. You can see your boobs. Oh, <laughs> uh, I thought for sure we were going to get breasticles there. It's I like want to die with boobs in my face. <laughs> Sounds like a good way to go, Jer. There was a, a while where you could not post, like, 
you could not post a picture with a woman in it without someone under it writing breasticles. <laughs> like there was a time when that that's all people would write under anything I posted. Yeah. Breasticles. Like your version of the was it with Schefter, I guess, where people would write my wife left me under <laughs> underneath all of his posts for whatever. Breasticles. Breasticles. I don't know what that was all. Two breasts. Yeah, that was two breasts. Two breasts. <laughs> all right. So because it's housed in NFL film, even though one yeah. person might be. So NFL films will probably figure out who put it there. And then they claim that she doesn't have access to that and never did. So then how does she know about it? Good question. Let's go interesting. Bill. Interesting. Interesting uh, stance they're taking now. Oh, yeah. she. They're not denying the fact that it exists. You don't have any access to that. It's to not the yeah. production that drives. That wasn't supposed to be. For, it was not for your eyes. Now, if Core you TV clearance for that. If Core TV was interested in putting a quality programming on, they would put this right on there. That's right. Put that case civil suit. Good news. How much is she suing for? It's and I'm sure billions of dollars. Right. Yeah. Uh, good news, CeeLo. The MLB shift and uh, has has improved batting averages and runs scored in spring training that's good now i love it i was i was curious someone asked me that the other day like what do you think all it's gonna do is it more often now the shift part i get from a you know from a batting average standpoint but i was curious about the runs just because it seems like at least in the early going the adjustment to the pitch clock seems to favor the pitchers yeah maybe i guess not well, not maybe not a good point because it sounds like that's not the case. Hmm. You know, like Max Scherzer talked about, and that's one guy who feels like he can benefit from it. He might also, yeah, like Max Scherzer said, what about the pitch clock? He's just like it's a new weapon. As long as you play within the rules, different different things I can do, different approaches I can take to mess with the hitter's timing, so on and so forth. He might actually hate the pitch clock, but is using that to intimidate batters. Like it's possible. I, they let them think I have an advantage. Right. They don't know. We know they know. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Mind games. Playing mind games. Mental warfare. Mental warfare. I can see that. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. 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 So you're getting your, uh, I love that. I love faster games, more scoring. I hated the shift. Shocker. I did too. I know some people say, and I do, I didn't like the shift, but I'm also someone that believes major league hitters should be able to adjust and hit the ball to all fields. Yeah. But, yeah, the idea of, like, you know, overloading and then trying to pitch a guy a certain way to hit it. I mean, I get it. It's a strategy thing. But, I don't know, that's the old guard in me, the old school as someone who grew up loving baseball and playing baseball. Like, it just, I don't know. It just felt like one of those gimmicks. The shift. But uh, all sports have them now, really, when you think about it. You know, the NBA with the three-pointer. Right. And then when it starts to ruin the game, we got to get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, the NFL, all the rules that benefit the offense versus the defense. I'm trying to think in the NHL what it would be. I guess the gimmick there is the shootout. The shootout. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I like the three on three overtime myself. Quick break here, CeeLo. We're up against it, as they say. Uh, Gio and Jerry at the top. Uh, First is an Amy Lawrence Sports Minute on Jalen Brunson really getting it done this (laughs) last night. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Jerry's hosting today with Gio, so CeeLo joins me for the for the final few minutes. Al, the Knicks won a basketball game last night. Are you aware of that? Regular season NBA? Yeah. Not interested. Rangers won a game as well, and the Devils. When's that Patrick Kane fella showing up? Tonight. 
at the garden. Jacked up for it. Yeah, Jalen Brunson already had the authentic '88 Kane Ranger jersey on. He wore it into the building at the post game press conference and home. I'm not interested. You were so excited. I saw your yes. social media post. Why do we get excited about? Sal Jaylen said Brunson? it perfectly. It's just you like to see the Knicks and the Rangers sort of, you know, supporting each other right. and both teams playing well. So you'll see. He's you the know. same guy that wore the Eagles jersey on Giants Eagles over. No, but it, but you know what? Here's what I respect. Okay, maybe he's not a fl- hockey Flyers fan. He's clearly an Eagles fan even before he came to the Knicks. That was known, so he wore his Hurt, his Hurts jersey. He didn't try to pander to the uh, the fan base. Yeah, he's, but New he's Yorkers. doing it now because he got flack for the Eagles jersey, and now he's trying uh, to turn see, it around. I, I don't. Th- oh, I disagree. I think he's feeling the he's feeling he's fired up about the Rangers, the vibe, the energy in and around Madison Square Garden. He's probably not a big hockey guy. Told you yesterday, he's like, I got to get to a Ranger game. Josh Hart wants to go with him. He's got the Kane jersey on. We got to quiz him after the game. Be like, who's your favorite Ranger? Well, I think it's probably Patrick Other than Kane. Patrick Kane. Yeah, he doesn't. We know, know you love Patrick Kane. Who else? You don't. It's just like you don't. He's like you. He's. It's like <laughs> he's a, just trying to get in the mix. It's like a canvas that hasn't been painted yet, as far as hockey goes, right? So okay. he's up for grabs right now, just like Justin Tuck and Nick Mangold became big Ranger fans. That's true. When they came to play football here in New York. Justin Tuck was at the game Sunday. And our own Keith McPherson wanted to become a hockey fan. Right, and he picked the Devils. Because they wined and dined and him correctly. You know what? They're doing well. Like 40 wins, 40, 15, and 5 are the New Jersey Devils. Is that right? I'll take your word for They're it. They're one point out of first place. So hmm. we keep talking about, oh, it's going to be Rangers-Devils in the first round. Not if the Devils keep winning. Why? They'll be in the second round? Well, no. I'm, there would be different matchups in the first oh, round. I see. Yes, they could potentially then play in the second round if both won their first round series. I see there was a big brouhaha in women's basketball. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> what? Eight women were ejected in ejected. the Florida Kentucky women's basketball game. Wow. Big throwdown. Wow. Cat fight. <laughs> I actually, when Eddie hit that, I just assumed it was the idea. I wanted to take my headphones off. What does that mean when women fight, they go cat fight? I really don't I even know what that means. Yeah, that's all uh, I know cat it fight. from. You can't fight. I don't get Welch. I don't, okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that means. That's a dangerous means. path to go down. I yeah, I'm just saying, I don't understand the... <laughs> I really legitimately don't understand the reference. Al, let's just make it to the last couple seconds here without, you know, causing any further trouble or damage. Right. Wow. Jerry and Gio take over. And By the way, Mark Canna, you know him. He's, in on the right the, direction. he's on the Mets. Yeah. He's uh, putting out a... Uh, a travel food book based on his favorite... WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.